today we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> when a teenage diplomat is traveling aboard the Enterprise, love is in the air for Wesley. But like all high school relationships, not all is as it appears to be. From February 18th, 1989, it's season two, episode 10, The Dolphin, or more like Crush Her, am I right? <laughs> I'm Cam, that's Dan, and we are neck deep in puberty monsters. Now I just want to hear Jordy as the ghost of Duke Ellington. <laughs> oh, we're hanging out in engineering now. <laughs> oh, uh, the God mashup I didn't realize I needed. <laughs> so, when I was actually a teenager, I loved this episode. Uh, and now, and now uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> I I gotta say, there's there's some stuff in here that is amazing, like really amazing. Like I will I will remember it fondly for as long <laughs> as I think about Star Trek. And there's stuff in here that is so rough. And so coarse, it might as well be Pulaski's wig. Oh. <laughs> or Pulaski's perm. We don't know. It might be real. Yeah, Bart. <laughs> Cameron. Yes. Yes, Dan. This is a hot mess express, so all aboard. Tell us what's happening. Warm yourselves by the garbage, <laughs> the garbage fire, fire, children. children. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So <laughs> On Stardate 42568.8, the Enterprise is assigned to transport Celia, the future ruler and Dauphine of Dalad 4, and her governess, Anya, to a planet, uh, from a planet, which she was exiled. Her parents, rulers of two opposing factions on Dalet 4, died, and Salia represents a chance to bring unification to the two factions, another Romeo and Juliet story. As such, Anya is overly protective of her. On board, Salia immediately meets acting ensign Wesley Crusher, who instantly becomes smitten with her. Wesley receives courtship advice from crew members, including Worf who explains that in Klingon it consists of growling, followed by female bellowing and hurling heavy objects, and the males reading poetry. <laughs> and the two bond, even more than they already had. He introduces her to Thalian chocolate mousse and takes her to the holodeck to show her several other worlds after she expresses an interest in exploring the galaxy. When Anya, touring the ship, discovers a crew member with a virulent disease... <laughs> Being in a containment field in sickbay, she demands the crew be killed to protect Sally. <laughs> Dr. Pulaski says, 
fuck no and insists the disease is contained but then Anya transforms into a large monster form or forevermore referred to as beast form easily matching Worf's strength when he tries to intervene when Captain Picard arrives, Anya reverts to her petite humanoid form and defiantly explains her actions. Dr. Pulaski identifies Anya as an alosomorph, a shapeshifter who could present a danger to the crew. Picard orders Anya to be contained to her quarters, and Worf, as head of security, promises Anya he will watch over Salia. Picard, aware of Wesley's attraction to Salia, asks him to stay away from her, to which he agrees, and then immediately doesn't. At night, however... <laughs> As Anya is sleeping, Sally slips out of her quarters and visits Wesley, and the two share a kiss. Aww. However, they are interrupted when Anya bursts into her quarters in beast form. To Wesley's horror, Sally also transforms into a similar beast, holding Anya at bay. Both revert to their human forms as security arrives. Later, Sally attempts to apologize to Wesley for her decision, but Wesley, being the fucking worst and by thinking that <laughs> Sally's appearance was not the real her is too upset and refuses to listen what a little bastard um the enterprise arrives at Dalit 4 with no further incidents and Salia prepares to depart Anya reveals she is not going with her instead returning to her home on an orbiting moon Anya also warns her that she will likely be unable to leave the planet once she has taken the leadership role Salia thanks Anya for her upbringing before Anya departs just before Salia is beamed down to the planet Wesley arrives says goodbye says I'm sorry I was being an asshole brings a taste of chocolate mousse and watches as she transforms into her natural form which is a luminous figure of energy and so ends <laughs> the dolphin there she goes there, there she, she goes, goes again, again. <laughs> racing through my brain <laughs> that's those are the words right yes should we, we should have said warping through my brain oh god damn it we'll work on it we'll work i'm on losing it. my touch it's like i'm losing my religion um cameron yes this episode <laughs> has so much to like about it even things to love about it i agree um I think the number one thing has got to be the mock flirting scene between Riker and Guinan. Yes. Because that shit Absolutely. is fucking amazing. It's the best. I, it's one of my favorite scenes in all of Star Trek. <laughs> I mean, the montage of Wesley trying to get dating advice or courtship advice is great overall but it crescendos to this zenith of <laughs> slashy goodness it was like it was like i was being be covered in like a mirror glaze and i was a cake i just was <laughs> soaking it up it was hot it was creative and god it was good it was oh. so good <laughs> oh. riker's a gynecologist if he you know what i mean he is a gynecologist yeah, no. So good. And I mean, honestly, the way that Will Wheaton portrays his crush, opposite of Jamie Hubbard, is adorable. I mean, I still found it 
I've still found myself feeling the same way that I did when, a te- when I was a teenager. And I thought she was lovely then, and I think she's lovely now. And She's I just, no the traveler, but I get it. I, it's true. This wasn't his sexual awakening, but he's like, you know, I could do this. Yeah, everyone should bat with their not dominant hand at least once. <laughs> could you do this for Sports. me? <laughs> yeah, just can you, here. Give can me, you, give me your hands. I'm just gonna pull a little tape. Can it tape make you look together. like Nightcrawler. <laughs> My sweet, sweet traveler. Someday we shall meet again. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I loved that. I also love Pulaski going. What the fuck do you think you're doing in here? <laughs> Excuse you, I'm the only one allowed actually... to make outrageous statements in this med bay. <laughs> she like she actually sets her drink down and is like I will cut you. <laughs> hold me back. Someone hold me back. <laughs> you, random nurse boy. <laughs> Nurse boy. Doctor, we last you would call him a nurse boy. (laughs) It's Phil. You said, oh, that's my brother's name. I won't have trouble with that. She's still calling me nurse boy. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I guess she's too busy being a brilliant fucking doctor. Um, A drunk, brilliant doctor. (laughs) Yep. It's a long line of, you know, in Star Trek. It's a long tradition now. <laughs> the one in the pilot of the original series, McCoy was absolutely drunk all the time. And oh, yeah. now Pulaski. You don't have to be drunk to work here, but it helps. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's basically what I loved. Those those four things what did you love dan besides the flirting <laughs> i i just it just popped into my head cameron and i give you the gift of beauty <laughs> uh, so good oh god <laughs> Deforestation. <laughs> um, I uh, I loved the the dating advice, the flirting. I liked um, Jordy being like, "I'm sending you home, Ensign. You got a case of the hormones." <laughs> yep. Like, yeah, no, yeah you're pretty cool. You're, yeah, you're about the right age to be a gross little horn dog. Get out of here. Go make some mistakes. <laughs> I swear to God, if I find any semen on my warp core. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, get get out of here. I don't need you jerking off in engineering. <laughs> um, I also honestly really loved the um, performance by Patty Edwards as yeah. Anya. She was delightful. She was delightful. Uh, so driven and dedicated. Her exchanges with Worf were wonderful. I really appreciated her singular devotion to her task and how that put her in direct opposition with the crew almost immediately. And it didn't feel forced or weird. It was good writing. Um, It's a good premise for an episode. Like I see this pitch and I go, okay, yeah, sure. And it both got to have sort of the lightheartedness 
that can be fun when it's just the crew hanging out and to have some some stakes and some actual action. Um, how that action was executed is another thing, but uh, it was it was a very fun. It was it was a solid, enjoyable episode, and she was no small part of that. No, she um, was not. She was she was fantastic. Um, I should say that she has been in two of my favorite movies of all time. What are those? To be or not to be, which is an underrated Mel Brooks classic. Wonderful, wonderful. She was just a pub waitress in that, but she also played Flotsam and Jetson in The Little Mermaid. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, my babies. <laughs> she did quite a bit of uh, voiceover. She did. I mean, that, that's pretty much that's pretty much her jam. Good for her. You know, oh, and she was in her. Hercules. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh. Who put the glad and gladiator? Hercules. Mm-hmm. Who's daring deeds with great theater? Hercules. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so does that close off your love list? <laughs> yeah, no, I think I, I did enjoy their little date scene on the holodeck, too. That was fun. Um, and that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> I can't overstress how much I enjoyed the Riker Guinan scene. It made me guffaw and also made me like get way too into it while watching on the train. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like I had to take was- a hot shower afterwards. Definitely. Definitely going to be thinking about it later tonight. <laughs> Well, they are two beautiful people. Um, yeah. yeah. So I guess that leads us to what do you what did you hate, Daniel? The awful monsters. <laughs> the just the the fucking uh, the original series rummage sale monsters that they <laughs> the original like, series rummage sale. That's it's like, hey, this this seems like something that would have been scrapped. That's 100% accurate. Like Bill Shatner would have gone, guys, this looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> there was just lots of arms. <laughs> it looked like it looked like early concepts for the uh, episode of the original series, The Arena. <laughs> it looks like these could have been swapped out for uh, one of the lizards that you know Kirk eventually made his little diamond cannon to shoot at. Yeah, that still is... one of the stupidest fucking things. <laughs> um, but this, uh, the monster makeup, the costumes, the were just, just so bad, so silly. Yes, it's a great idea until they transform, and then you go, oh fuck, <laughs> god damn it! Uh, you were you were so close. <laughs> this could have been a near perfect episode. Come on, yeah, no, mm-hmm. it was just. And I mean, even though the performances were lovely, I found the sheer amount of overprotectiveness that Anya was to be oppressive as an audience member. Just, yeah. I really would have liked it more if, you know, <laughs> after 
the uh, sick base scene if Pulaski would have taken Anya under her belt and taken her ten forward and gotten her shit faced. That could have been good. Instead of her taking a nap, you know, have her be otherwise disposed by our charming members of this crew. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Quick, my governess is asleep. What the fuck is this? The sound of music? What's happening? It's a double Romeo and Juliet story, Dan. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the daughter of Romeo and Juliet yep. going after, I don't know. Uh, if Wesley's the son of a Shakespearean character, it's probably like um, Falstaff. <laughs> I like where your head's at. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a better one. I was gonna um, say bottom, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What really ground your gears in this one? What really, what really malfunctioned your food replicator <laughs> malfunctioned my food junction um mm-hmm. i just ugh, i hated the beasts but i also hate hated that wesley was such a little asshole afterwards it's such like such a dick such a dick it's like just she's your first kiss you're gonna remember her forever and you're gonna treat her like this because she's a little different than what you thought Hey, she's she is a magical being who can transform. The fuck is your problem? Yeah, dude, you are really looking at this uh, as a glass half empty scenario. <laughs> but yeah, I just that really bugged me this time, and yeah, I hated that. Um, I hated the oppressiveness. But, you know, I, I really do wish that Pulaski would have taken her aside or that someone, w- you know, Worf would have taken her to work out or something, you know, a reasonable excuse besides, oh, she's asleep. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like she must be so tired from all of that terrorizing she did. You want to go make out in a Jeffrey's tube? <laughs> uh, Do I? <laughs> do I? <laughs> Actually, making out in a Jeffrey's tube sounds like a, a Starfleet rite of passage. It, I think it probably is. Mm-hmm. Getting lost in a bulkhead. Riker's done it many times. Oh, yeah. He gives great bulkhead, or so <laughs> I've heard. I knew it was coming, and I still laughed. Darling, are you all right? I need you. Badly. Oh, Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. Yes, Dan. Yeah, there was greatness, there was terribleness, and there was a scene which will live in infamy. So the question is, do you want to play Riker or do you want to play Guinan? Oh, I think I'll play Riker. (laughs) I'll also do Wesley. What should I say? How do I act? What do I do? Oh, sorry. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Line. (laughs) Oh, God damn it. I just said I would do both of those things. (laughs) It's okay. What should I say? How do I act? What do I do? Guinan, I need your help. Could you step over here a minute? Sounds simple enough. (laughs) God damn it. Now, first words out of your mouth are the most important. You may want to start with something like this. You are the most beautiful woman in the galaxy. But that might not work. Yes. Yes, it would. (laughs) You don't know how long I've wanted to tell you that. But you were afraid. Yes. Of me? Of us. Of what we might become. (laughs) 
Or that you might think that was a line. Maybe I do think it's a line. Then you think I'm not sincere. I didn't say that. There's nothing wrong with a line. It's like a knock on the door. Then you're inviting me in. I'm not sending you away. That's more than I expected. It's as mu- Is it as much as you hoped? To hope is to recognize the possibility. I had only dreams. Dreams can be dangerous. Not these dreams. I dream of a galaxy where your eyes are the stars and the universe worships the night. Careful. Putting me on a pedestal so high you may not be able to reach me. Then I'll learn how to fly. You are the heart in my day and the soul in my night. I don't think this is my style. Shut up, kid. (laughs) Tell me more about my eyes. (laughs) Well done, sir. Uh, The fucking (laughs) stuff of legends. I know. I know. Just perfect. Absolutely perfect. So hot. (laughs) I'm never going to feel this way about anyone else. You're right. I didn't expect you to say that. There will be others, but every time you feel love, it'll be different. Every time it's different. Knowing that doesn't make it any easier. Uh, It's not supposed to. (laughs) You stupid little fucker. (laughs) God. Where the fuck is your mother? (laughs) Honestly, I'm going to send you to go live with this convent in L.A. It'll it'll do you some good. Uh, let me see if I can do my Klingon roar. Give me just a second. Are you telling me to go yell at Celia? No. Men do not roar. Women roar. Then they hurl heavy objects and claw at you. What do the what does the man do? He reads love poetry. He ducks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, so good <laughs> the most dangerous animal is a mother protecting her young and <clears throat> oh Guinan <laughs> just because a girl runs out doesn't mean she doesn't wish you to follow go get out of my bar <laughs> You'll be happy to see me leave. No, you are a worthy opponent. Thank you. At heart, we are very much alike. Yes, we are. Perhaps we shall fight again on the same side. It would be an honor. Dorn out. (laughs) (laughs) I think I need to try something a little less dangerous. Go to her door. Beg like a human. (laughs) Do not be fooled by her looks. The body is just a shell. I was going to say, and then this profound little bit of wisdom from Worf. (laughs) It's true. I actually felt like uh, if this episode was written today, it'd be a really great critique of, or just a a meditation on being with somebody, you know, maybe who's transitioning or gender nonconforming or non-binary. Absolutely. Yeah. Thalia, do an old woman a favor and obey me for the rest of this trip. You are no more an old woman than I am a leader. You are a leader, and I am older than you could ever imagine. 
Captain, what if Anya transforms? Improvise. I guess you have to be Salia. She's, mm. This is the first time we've done her. Can't wait to hear your mm. Salia voice. <laughs> Will I ever be able to leave Talad 4? Probably not. But anything is possible. That's what Wes said. I hope he's right. And finally... Judging by her appearance, it is likely you and Celia are biologically compatible. Of course, there could be a difference in the histocompatibility complex of the cell membrane, but... Data, I want to meet her, not dissect her. And maybe fuck maybe her Maybe on a the first date. <laughs> <laughs> I might want to do stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I'll feel her up and feel it out. But, um... <laughs> I haven't felt this way since the Traveler was here. Somewhere <laughs> beyond the starlight, <laughs> my love. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were doing a West Side Story joke. There's a place for us. Somewhere a place. Peace and quiet, and three of fingered hands touch my glands somewhere. Ah, <laughs> nice. There's a time for us, a space and time for us, time for warping and time for holodeck pornography. <laughs> oh dear. Take Hold. my weird three-fingered hand <laughs> and I'll take you there. Scarlet <laughs> jumpsuits <laughs> somewhere. Cameron, how many little people in troll doll costumes would oh, you give this? Dear. <laughs> Because we didn't get explicit, guys. The costumes are bad. They're real bad. And they, they have a little bad. person in like a fucking messed up troll cop. It's, it's so bad. It's, yeah, it's not great. It's not great at all. Um, mm -mm. <laughs> I'm going to have to do three. Gotcha. Gotcha. How about you, Dan? Yeah, I'd give it 2.75. You know? That seems just about right. We've really closed in our gap. Mm -hmm. We're not there's there's not as big a discrepancy in taste. I feel like you see more of the flaws. I'm getting a little more nostalgic and soft for. It's weird <laughs> to be nostalgic for something I haven't watched before. <laughs> but, but it's in there. <laughs> it's in there. God, by the time we finish the next generation, I'm just gonna be a mess. <laughs> you are gonna be a mess. Fortunately, we get to go out on a high note with Star Trek Nemesis. <laughs> Well, we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it, which just leaves one last thing to do. And that's for me to wish you all to not just have a great week, but to make it so. Keep on trekking. Trek out. Trek it Trek one two. Trek one two.
just kidding. We love you, Will Wheaton. Sometimes. Do we, though? <laughs> Do we? It remains to be seen. If he shows up in the first episode of Picard, I'm turning it off. <laughs> You will do yep. no such thing, and you know it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, God. It'd be good for him to have a cameo, though. I think that'd be fun. He's like an admiral now, and everyone still hates him. Well, that would be difficult, but you have to wait until season seven to figure out why. Oh, God. <laughs> The Traveler shows back up. The Traveler shows back up. <laughs> That's what I want to happen. Or he joins the Borg. Oh, tell me he, he gets assimilated into the Borg. Okay, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm not gonna. I mean, you probably already know the answer since you're so nosy on the internet. But I'm not that nosy. <laughs> I, there's things that just can't be avoided, but... Like, I know the crew of Voyager eventually gets back to Earth. <laughs> no, uh Shh. Shut up. Okay, Cameron. Okay. <laughs> A Secret Weapon Production.